Hello and welcome to the Village Halls podcast sponsored by Allied Westminster, the UK's largest specialist provider of Village Hall insurance and the home of Village God. My guest today is a former actor turned social media and marketing consultant who recently joined a local Village Hall committee after moving to the lovely village of Bennington in Hertfordshire. Fiona Sinnott has a huge love of the arts and is already helping to introduce some new activities to the community there after everything started opening up again. Today we'll be talking about all kinds of things from spreading the community net wider through different activities and and what it's like being the newbie in the village. Hi Fiona, thank you so much for joining me today. Hi Johnny, my pleasure, thanks for having us. Now, as I mentioned, you've been an actor featuring in TV shows such as Jupiter Moon and the Tudors, as well as in Les Mis, of course. It's 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 easier saying it that way, isn't it? it sure is. <laughs> and then you moved on to helping businesses with marketing and in particular social media, all of which I imagine has stood you in really good stead for what's undoubtedly the toughest role in the world, being part of a village hall committee. <laughs> and, and and I mean that in a good way, of course. So tell me a little bit about your background, Fiona, because I know that's not a hard for chat accent for a start. And, and also how you got yourself involved in all kinds of activities in Bennington. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, I'm originally from Dublin um, and I came over to the UK in the late 80s to, uh, to train as an actor. I had actually already been working in Ireland, but wanted a bit of extra training came over and one thing leads to another you know you do a job and then another job and another job and then you meet a man and then you have a child (laughs) and then you move from the great big smoky city out to you know Hertfordshire and then you gradually at least in my case move further and further and further out and and now finally embracing really where I always wanted to live which is down a country lane somewhere so as soon as my son went to university, I waved it, waved him off and said, right, I'm off. If you need me, I'll be, I'll be in Bennington. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's very nice being the newbie here, I must say. Yeah. And you've got yourself involved in, in all kinds of activities there, haven't you? Yes. Well, the, the strangest part of it for me was I bought the house last year and uh, I was abroad and got stuck there. And when I eventually got home after three and a half months of cancelled flights, everything was closed down. The village hall wasn't operating. We were in the middle of a lockdown and I didn't know anybody. So I found myself in this gorgeous part of the world, you know, waving at people and walks. But other than that, not knowing a soul and not really knowing how to integrate myself. And, and yeah. I, I very much am of the opinion that you get out of things what you put in, particularly if you move to a small village like Bennington, which has, I think, about a 1,000 people, and everyone knows each other. And you have to be here 15 years before you're not considered a newbie. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to take part. I wanted to help. And so I, I set about trying to do that, and that has ultimately led me to a very kind invitation to join the committee and I suppose bring a, a slightly different energy, some new ideas, some 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 of my arty background and yeah. um, the, the social media, reaching out to maybe some of the younger members of the community perhaps. And, and Bennington is, as is, is, is you see, a lovely village. And one thing it's well known for is its famous annual chilli festival as well. Yes, we have the beautiful 
called Bennington Lordship here, yeah, um, which is of course privately owned. But the 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 Bot family very kindly opened their their doors and their gates um, a few weeks in the year, and they're they're known also very famous for the snowdrops in February, where the the grass, the grounds are just littered with these beautiful flowers, and people come from all over the country. So I'm told those that know know about such things unlike myself who apparently pulled all my poppies up the other day thinking they were nettles <laughs> i have a lot to learn hence yeah. the need for the gardening club um and the chili festival which is also well known every, every august yeah. um, have you been brave enough to take part in the chili eating I, competition i watch and i take photographs of people in pain <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. And that took place at the end of August, didn't it? So it's it's great to see things opening up. And you've been helping to start up quite a few activities with a village hall there recently too as well, haven't you? Yeah, well, I can't lay claim necessarily to the clubs, but I can certainly um, talk about the fact that I I, I think I am helping with the communication side of things. Um, And because you know, I'm, I've always, as an actor, was was a storyteller, essentially, someone who, who understood how to tell perhaps the same story to different audiences. When you come into doing marketing and business development and that sorts of th- sort of things, it's really not that different. So I almost couldn't help myself because I... I, I recognized where there might be a few areas that I could help with, for example, setting up um, an Instagram account for the Village Hall. Yeah. Um, and that perhaps, it's very new, it's only, only there a few weeks now, but it's perhaps a good way of putting what the Village Hall does in front of a slightly younger audience, making sure mm-hmm. that someone who's 25, who, who thinks the Village Hall has nothing for them, discovers that actually there are some fantastic clubs and activities. It's not just for retired people. And and in fact, when I was house hunting, and, and Bennington was very much on my radar, but I had two or three criteria. One was a village somewhere beautiful down a country lane, but still near enough to be able to get places. Mm. I wanted silence and proper proper dark where I could put my hand in front of my face at night and not be able to see it. And I wanted to be within 15 minutes of a cinema. So um, Bennington satisfied all of those things. And we have a wonderful film club and all of these different activities. And, and what I did before I settled on on Bennington was I visited the village hall two or three times and just jumped in on some of the classes came to the gardening club I came to I think the Tuesday club and very kindly a year later some of the people I met there still remember me and they say we remember you came in and introduced yourself and you you just asked what went on here and you wanted to find out how the community functioned and how involved everybody was and for me, and I think for a lot of people, particularly because the village is three miles down a country lane, you know, it's tucked away. Yeah. There is almost everything you could possibly need going on, um, which is really wonderful. And tell me about the, there's a, a photography calendar that you're yes. really involved in. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, that, that's actually how I managed to sort of meet people in lockdown and introduce myself. I, I, it took me a couple of months to realize there was a Facebook page for the village. And after sort of just looking at conversations happening, I was, I was brave enough to then make a post. And I asked if they had um, a village calendar and was told, I think there had been one a few years ago, but not more recently. 
And I, I said that I really enjoyed photography and I, I, I thought it was a great way to bring people together and to encourage creativity and that if anyone in the village would like to send me some photographs that represented village life for them, that I would put together a calendar and that perhaps we could use that as a fundraising exercise because, of course, the village hall still has bills, bills to pay, you know, yeah, even absolutely. when it's not functioning and not bringing in that money that it needs. So I got ended up with hundreds and hundreds of photographs and, and there were the children from the local school took part. I, I contacted the, the head who very kindly, the new head of, of the lovely little primary school here, very kindly arranged for some of the children to send. I think that the youngest we had, I think our youngest photography was photographer was two, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> we had some, uh, yeah, we had some beautiful images sent in, and with along with a, another local photographer, Georgina, who's amazing, who runs a photography business, um, she helped me to co- collate the best images that kind of represented the village. And when I say best, I mean. You know, we have some, there are some beautiful vistas, this, you know, rolling fields, but there's also images. My, one of my favourite photographs is of looking down at the ground of a pair of Wellington boots in a muddy puddle. Because, yeah. and that was taken by a child. And, and for me, that represents probably their day. That's their, their, their walk to school or maybe they just got given those Wellingtons for their birthday or whatever the story is behind that photograph. It's just as much a valid representation of life in the village for them. So we included as much of a mix as we could and had a few montage pages and and um, Ernest Doe in the village, which is the agricultural shop, uh, very kindly supported with us uh, with the printing with some uh, sponsorship. And some of the local shops uh, stocked the calendar, which was fantastic. Budgeons in Walkern and our local Londis. Very, very um, friendly and helpful. And we ended up making, I think in a few weeks, we made £1,500 in a matter of weeks. And what it did for me was, aside from the fundraising, it gave me the opportunity to engage with people via email because they would send me a photograph and I could ask them a question about the background to it and they'd ask me a little bit about myself. And and eventually, you know, we got to the point where we were able to print and begin to deliver the calendars that had been ordered. I had lots of lovely doorstep conversations with people where I was able to kind of associate who the person I had emailed with was and where they lived. So over those few months, it just led to a great project, which was good for the, for the hall, but also for me personally, really sort of integrated me into the village. And now we're doing a photography exhibition in a few weeks of the images from the calendar and, and East Arts Council very kindly have, have given us a grant towards that. And the chairman of the council, um, Ken Crofton, is going to open that for us. And so I hope that it will become an annual um, event, something that will help to unite and, and bring people together. And actually in on the back of the the calendar, I think within something like two weeks, somebody had set up a photography group on Facebook yeah. and within a couple of weeks it had over 90 members, which is extraordinary for a village of a 1,000 people. So it's ignited a, um, an interest and a love and brought to people together around storytelling and photography and at a time when 
maybe people struggle to express, to find words to explain what the last year has been like. It gives um, uh, um, an outlet, a very yeah. valuable outlet, which, you know, is Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it, it, it's not just about people doing something enjoyable or interesting is it it really gives people that release that opportunity to express themselves i'm fascinated what you said about the child's picture you know yeah yeah. you have to have an open mind about it's not just about pretty pictures and some people may just expect to see pictures of snowdrops but if it's a means for people to express what it's like for them living in the area then it it it, it, the, the sky's the limit as to what that means and there's musical activity as well there uh, involving uh, young people. Yes, yeah. So we have we're just waiting for actually this particular club to to restart. But there's a there's a lovely lady in the village called Emma who's who's running um, a club for babies and toddlers, which is a, a music group. It's structured fun but structured around um you know learning uh, they do i think she does baby sign language and each child is given a bag of puppets and instruments um so there's you know covid safety and that they keep limits uh, on the numbers but um great fun for presumably the parents as well you know a, a, a mom who or a dad or the carer of a small child who wants to come along and see some other grown-up humans and yeah. and have fun and um, yeah we, we this this literally is something for everyone within the clubs and groups going on. There's barely a gap in the week, literally hardly a gap. It's constant, which is yeah, just it's about stunning. About, it's about spreading that community net wider, yeah. as you say. Yeah. And let's face it, because everyone. People of all ages and backgrounds love music, like to take pictures, like to watch a film, and I guess we all we all need, as you said, we need a bit of this right now as well. Well, if you think of what what's kept everyone going, you know, it's it's we 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 talk about Netflix Netflix in an offhand way, but actually, it's all stories. We're looking at stories of other human beings. We're seeing our lives reflected in the experiences of other people, and we we may just be entertained, but we're also it's also cathartic. Um, and you know, if you think about the amount of people that watch soaps, they're mostly miserable. Those storylines, everyone's having a terrible time. <laughs> but it's actually quite cathartic. You see somebody else on screen going through perhaps something that touches your own life. Um, and for me, the arts in in all all aspects of the arts ha- can have an extraordinary cathartic and transformative effect on people's lives. Um, and it's really exciting for me to see. The, the embracing of even just the photographic little bit of storytelling that we're doing now. And because I think it brings pleasure and it brings people together and, and you know, that gives me a thrill. Yeah. And it's helpful for anyone new, as you've said, in, in, in your own experience, you've experienced that yourself. It's not easy, is it? But the, the arts, the film, the music, the, the photography and so on, it's something people can feel comfortable getting involved in, but not necessarily feeling like they have to say too much. Absolutely. And there's no expectation with any of the classes. I mean, I had a chat with one of the, the ladies the other day who, who runs, I think, four clubs. She's amazing. Um, and I was I was saying to her, I, you know, I gather there's a whist club. You need to explain to me about whist. I don't know anything about it. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and what does the Tuesday club do and, and the table tennis and bowls and all of these things. And she said, you know, anyone can come to anything. And if they don't know how to play, someone will teach them. Yeah. And, you know, even with whist, to go back to that particular example, 
that you can they, they will put you in a team but they'll swap the team every round so you get an opportunity to meet lots of different people and I mean I love the idea of different ages coming together and I would say like a lot of village halls they're probably predominantly the classes are are reaching older members of the community because they're if they're retired they're they have more free time during the day but actually there's still a lot of people working from home there's still a lot yeah. of people working remotely and to be able to take an hour off or a couple of hours off in the middle of the day uh, and maybe work a bit into the evening instead go and go and you know join the film club or go and play a round of whist or have a quick game of badminton you know at the end of the road passing the lovely village pond and you know the lordship on the way it's it's a complete win-win um for everybody i think so that's the key message isn't it really use things like music theater photography sports as you've said and so on just to get more people involved in activities young and old and whoever's new in the village too and, and use social media as you mentioned of course as well yeah, I mean, use, you know, social media, for me, at least in my work, I know some some companies wouldn't necessarily agree, but for me, social media is not a place you broadcast from. It's not like a, it's not like a television. It's more like a telephone. It's a place you have a conversation and it has to be two way. So if you want to reach everybody in your community and outside, anyone who's interested in what we're doing, you have to go where they where they are. It's like being at a party in a house. You're going to find a certain group of people in the kitchen and other people gravitate towards one another in the spare bedroom and someone else in the back garden. And and with the setting up of the Instagram account, you know, that's going to where that perhaps the slightly younger members of the community hang out yeah. and and just letting them know gradually what's going on, what's happening, and hopefully that, that they won't assume that it, that what's going on at the virtual doesn't apply to them. Yeah, and um, as you say, it's two ways, isn't it? Rather than kind of simply broadcasting what's happening at the hall, yeah. it's an opportunity to ask, what would you like to see? Absolutely. Yeah. Listening to what people want, adapting. Um, and, and you know, that they, they very quickly invited me to join the committee um, and – for no other reason, I'm, I'm sure, than they need it. It's always welcome to have an extra pair of hands. But I know that I, I do bring a particular skill set and experience which is different to, to what most people have. I spent almost 30 years um, as, a, as a working actor on television and theatre. And, uh, you know, my background, it, it, even with my family, is one of growing up around a theatre. So I do understand about... Um, community and bringing people together and the power of storytelling to do that is profound and and it's an opportunity right now for village halls isn't it let's face it there's been a bit of an exodus from the big cities um you're an example of that as well so it's a, it's a pretty good time to refresh activities and attract more people in yeah and i think people are sort of reviewing their work-life balance and you know we we realize sadly with the amount of um, people that have been lost, friends and family over the last year. There's there's almost no one who hasn't been touched by the pandemic, um, yeah. and and it's, it's certainly I'm sure with others, but with me, it's made me want to really squeeze every ounce of life I can out of every day. Um, and and I work from home, and that can sometimes be quite lonely. So to have a community on my doorstep 
um, that I can be part of is is a lifeline and I hope for other people as well because we're all better together and at the end of the day nobody nobody lies on the deathbed and says I wish I'd worked more you know it's the, <laughs> it's the time spent with other people that's so valuable yeah and and this true. is a really lovely place to live so I look forward to more of the same brilliant well it's it's been lovely chatting to you and uh, obviously we're hoping with all of this photography going on that you're going to have some pictures for us for the for the wonderful villagers photo competition oh, too. I, I, you, you better bet we're going to have some competition for the other <laughs> village halls. Yes. Well, I hope so. I, I'm, I'm going to be encouraging our photographers who, who will hopefully send us some more images for this year's calendar to also send some or all of those images in for, for your, uh, for your great competition. So yeah, we're, we're going to have a go. Good. Well, if you think you can beat Bennington, remember, <laughs> remember to get your entries in as you could win a thousand pound for your village hall and 500 pound for yourself. And you can find about more, more about that on a, on a special page on our website. Fiona, as I said, it's been great talking to you. Good luck with all of the new activities and uh, keep enjoying life in Bennington. You never know, I might see you at the, at the Chili Festival next year. <laughs> it would be a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Do you know something? I'm not good with chilies at all i could pretend and do the macho <laughs> thing and start talking about how i once devoured a few scotch bonnets after a madras curry or something but <laughs> it would all just be lies it would just be lies at the end of the day <laughs> no me neither not not so great with the hot stuff but i'm happy yeah. to look at other people in pain it's very amusing <laughs> fantastic anyway on that note that's all folks for this episode Many thanks to our headline sponsor and specialist insurance provider, Allied Westminster, for supporting our podcast and whose services you can discover more about at villageguard.com and to online booking system provider, Hallmaster, who also make our podcast possible and can be found at hallmaster.co.uk. Thanks again, Fiona, uh, for being our guest today. You've been listening to the Village Halls podcast, a unique listening community for Britain's village, church and community halls and anyone interested in the vital community services they provide. We'll be back again soon with another episode, so if you haven't already, please visit thevillagehallspodcast.com to subscribe, sign up for updates, link through to our social media pages, and to find out more. Until the next time, goodbye for now. <laughs>